In the age of the customer, many companies and organizations fall short in meeting the needs and wants of their customers, let alone exceeding them. And it's time to change that. Welcome to CX Leadership Talks. Our passion is to be a catalyst for you and your organization as a customer experience leader to help understand, design, and improve experiences across the entire customer journey and the customer lifetime. It's time to spice up your CX leadership, and we've got the pro who's going to talk you through it. This is CX Leadership Talks, and now your host, Ninka Bloom. So welcome to CX Leadership Talks, where we explore how to make custom experience work with an amazing CX leader. He is leading the CX team of Allianz Benelux for already eight years. Um, uh, yeah, I felt the freedom to add his three years as manager of custom insight. And he's a vivid socket supporter um, uh, and has had a really, really good year with Feyenoord being the champion in the Netherlands. Uh, and knowing that Allianz is in Rotterdam, um, so he probably really celebrated that. Um, I'm happy to explore leadership experience. Welcome to the podcast, Edwin Koot. Hi. Hi. So how did you celebrate the big win of Feyenoord as the soccer champions of the Netherlands? That was a nice party here. Our office is in the in the center of Rotterdam at the Cole Single. And it was where also uh, the celebration was um, uh, on Monday. So it was really a big party here. And um, yeah. It was so funny that there was a lot of smoke uh, around here and it even triggered the the bells uh, here. Um, so we had to get out of the <laughs> building. <laughs> oh, there was a smoke detector and then uh, it yeah, all... Exactly. It was very sensitive. So uh, we had to get out and yeah, be there on the street with uh, thousands of... With the of, parties, uh, with the party people. Yes. Oh, that's <laughs> not that. Well, never a dull moment, right? Um, yep. Let's dive in today. I'm so happy that um, uh, you said yourself, because I asked in my newsletter, uh, uh, who wants to be a guest? And you said, I want to be a guest. And I also saw that two people of your team, they spoke at a very important uh, Customer Insights conference. So what's happening that you and the team members want to be visible? Yeah, well, one of the, the wise lessons we heard from, among others, you uh, was uh, yeah take your podium and uh, become visible and yeah these are a few of the initiatives uh, we do it internally but also externally uh, yeah showing to uh, to our CX peers and internally uh, on all levels what we're active at and so it was a conscious choice to be become more uh, visible and how does it feel do you feel comfortable is it a little bit out of your comfort zone. <laughs> No, it, it, it starts uh, being out of our comfort zone. It's it's not our natural habit to, to be uh, that way. Uh, but it, afterwards, it gives you so much pleasure and proud on the team, uh, on people, individual. Uh, I can really recommend it uh, to everybody. Yeah, because um, you said yourself, I want to be a guest and I want to thank you for that. Uh, so for the people that are listening and that say, I have a great story, know that if you want to be a guest, let me know. I do have a check because I have many people that want to be a guest. But if you have a good story, please, please make yourself known to me. Uh, uh, you will find your way to me. But I also uh, found on LinkedIn that uh, the two team members of your team that spoke at that important insights conference, that they were amongst the three best speakers. Yeah, that was, uh, they, they did really a great job there. It was 
I think the high appreciation from the people in the workshop uh, was because they made it very uh, interactive. And that's also, and, and a lot of joy and fun. So that's, I think, uh, what, what made them uh, appreciate it very well. What did they do? Did they do like a quiz or? Yeah, they, they invited, uh, well, get around in the workshop. If they had their own uh, claim experience, it was about claim. Yeah. And, uh, and um, uh, they, they asked people to participate, uh, asked them on the podium. Uh, so that made okay. it very interesting. Yeah, people always like that. People always like interaction and fun. That's a good good combination. But let's get back to you. Uh, we've been talking about custom experience management and not everybody, of course, knows what custom experience management is. But when you introduce yourself in the room, how do you do that as a CX leader? What do you say, Edwin? Well, what, what I say is, is also to my kids, for instance, uh, we are here to help create happy customers. And... Uh, and in order to do that, we reach also our business targets. Yeah. And what do you do then as a CX leader? Because I think that's, I think in the end, it's, it's what you say, creating value for the business and creating value for the customers. But the CX leadership role. We want to bring the outside view in, uh, in our company. Uh, we are very internally driven and to bring the market and especially the customer uh, into the organization, that is one of our key roles and show what are the pain points that customers face, where we can improve and where we really can make the difference in the eyes of a customer. So that's the main yeah. goal uh, of our team. I think that's, that is beautifully said. What, before you started in CX, what kind of roles did you have? I worked for almost 30 years uh, in, in the market. How long? Sorry? <laughs> How long? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, 30 years. It's really yep. a long time. Now, but um, uh, in all, yeah, great part of that uh, in the insurance industry, different roles, different companies, insurers, uh, insurance brokers, consultancy firm, and yeah, in, in the marketing field uh, from branding, communication, product management, uh, onto well, CX and, uh, and uh, customer insights where I'm acting now. Yeah, yeah, that's a great, and I like it um, because you are a true uh, professional and you, you also grew uh, uh, in, into the field of, of experience management, especially starting at the insights and now having this leadership role. And when we look at custom experience management, and we, we often say we use the five pillars of custom experience management, which is the fundament for the CCXP title. Let us start with strategy, because I think for many of our listeners, um, it's also interesting, because when is a custom experience a good one at Allianz? Let me tell you a bit uh, about the situation in Allianz. Uh, well, Allianz is the largest, uh, one of the largest insurers in the world, and we have a strong CX community. And the central CX team in Munich, our headquarters, they formulated uh, the CX strategy uh, for Allianz worldwide. And they started with our purpose, uh, translated into a brand promise and translate that into certain experience um, uh, principles. And if I tell it in my own words, it's about uh, making the difference in moments that matter. And so, in the insurance industry, that's, of course, uh, when you're having a claim. In that case, we want to stand next to our customers, show empathy, 
support him in the best way we can. For other yeah. topics uh, that are more administrative driven, uh, like payments, amendments, that kind of stuff, we want to make it easy and fast for our for our customers. And so make it as frictionless as possible. Yeah. So that's in, in my own words, the key of our uh, CX strategy. Yeah, because I, I think it's for many people that are listening, they ha- are also part of a larger a conglomerate like you at Allianz. You have the, the central uh, CX team, as you said, in Munich, and then you have your own. What I also know is that, that you have introduced the blue principles. Yeah, that's right. Those are the, the guiding principles within Allianz Benelux. And um, we introduced them a few years ago. And they are the guiding principles that help our customers to service our, um, to, to, sorry, to help uh, our employees to service our customers. Yeah. And um, it's both for employees who have direct customer contact, but also for other teams who are developing uh, digital tools, uh, creating new products. And they are really helping in uh, um, yeah, the, the right principles uh, to build from a customer perspective. And to, yeah, oh, yeah. to I like it mention. that you, you named them the, the blue principles. Yeah, that's because it's Allianz and we are a very blue world, uh, Allianz Blue, and that's the, the reason why we call them blue principles. Yeah, but I think that is very smart um, uh, instead of calling them the guiding or what it could also be. But I like it that you gave it a different name because then it's attached with the organization and um, it gives a kind of direction. Sure. Yeah. And, and a lot of people are working on these. What, what were steps that needed to be taken to get to these like blue principles? Because how long are they now in, in the organization? I think we use them now for four years. And yeah. Um, yeah, of course, it started all with uh, formulating uh, these and how to use them. Uh, and yeah. for that, we make a mixture of uh, external um, yeah, uh, examples, uh, what Allianz stands for. And that was the mixture of how we came to, uh, to, the, the, to the blue principles. A lot of discussion also uh, in different levels of our organization. And in the end, it was approved by uh, the board. Okay, these are the principles that we want to uh, use uh, for Allianz Benelux. And it was only the starting point, of course, because then it starts with rolling it out and making it alive in, in the core, in the organization. And yeah, get it so, between yeah. So actually what you say, I've, I've been writing while you were talking, is actually four steps, formulating, discussion, approval, and then bringing it alive yeah that's true i like that and and if you others that are working on this what is an important tip that you can give cx leaders that are in this process well the formulation of of, uh, the the principles is of course a first key step and you have to involve top management in that Um, but i think the hardest part and probably uh, the most important uh, part is how to bring it alive because uh, nice things, uh, papers on the wall or uh, on our internet or shared in a town hall, that doesn't make uh, the difference. It's uh, about how to make it alive in the organization. So do you have an example how you did that? Sure, sure. 
Uh, what we did was uh, uh, give a training, a short training to every team lead and every manager in the in the company uh, for teams with customer contact, but also all kind of uh, staff uh, and, and uh, other team uh, leads. And we we trained them to have those discussions about the blue principles, uh, how to apply them in their own team. Uh, what are the useful principles for them and how can you use them in daily practice? And to, to do that kind of discussion, it makes it very tangible and concrete uh, for every team. Um, and I think that are things that that yeah, makes a difference. Then it becomes more alive. And of course, uh, that's only a one shot. So you have to keep it alive with, we did it with training, with videos, um, e-learning modules. So we use several instruments. But I think the discussion within the teams uh, led by a team lead uh, was one of the key elements. Yeah, what I really like about that, because often people think then, well, now we have them, now it's clear for everybody what to do, but to help them make it tangible on actions, on having conversations on it, to bring it alive, I think that's a very smart move. Maybe we also sometimes have to be a little bit more instructive instead of just yeah hoping that other people will understand and where are these blue principles used right now next to of course your training and uh, all interventions that you have well um let's give an example um when we develop digital tools um they, they use it uh, for instance uh, if, if they build uh, several uh, web pages uh, and then want to uh, help customers to go to, uh, to uh, a funnel, and there we use them. And there it's, it's about how to make it simple, intuitive for customers, um, how to uh, test it. Uh, one of the uh, blue principles is about uh, user-centered and simple. And um, so how can we make it so easy that the customers uh, yeah, know to, how to go through it uh, by their own without uh, asking okay. all kinds? I, I like that. And I think it's interesting in the, um, uh, uh, because how many blue, blue principles are there? We have 10. And that's to, uh, to be honest, that's a little bit too much, <laughs> too, too many. <laughs> to, to so that's also a wise lesson. Uh, less is more. But, so uh, if you would do it again, what would you say is the maximum? Well, four to five, uh, I would advise. Yeah, yeah I, I always say, uh, see if you can go between three and five. Three is often like the Holy Trinity. Four, you can do like a compass. And five is the five fingers of your, your hand. So you can just, so I think, but now you've got the 10. You don't change it. Once you have it, just work with it. But I think it is yeah. for people that are working on it now. Yeah, less is more. Keep it stupid simple is uh, another one, the case one. Well, let's let's yeah. continue on, on pillar number two. We are talking about insights. And um, I, I know that you are doing a lot of work on that. So, yeah, we're talking about how to use customer feedback in practice eh, to improve CX with continuous improvement cycles. So what kind of feedback do you uh, and, and at Allianz uh, Benelux collect? Well, we capture a lot of feedback and um, to give you some examples, uh, we measure the, the top-down NPS, um, but that gives us much more high over view on how we uh, are uh, yeah, performing compared to the most important competitors. 
uh, we measure in our VOC program the five-star rating right after uh, a specific journey uh, uh, has ended. Uh, we do a lot of um, qualitative research yeah. to really understand the customer needs behind it. Uh, um, so it's really a mixture of uh, asked and unasked uh, feedback from customers. Uh, also complaints is a very uh, interesting source. Um, and yeah, we use it all. Okay. And do you, for example, um, uh, report to the board on these kinds of elements or? Definitely. Now, one of the key metrics uh, that's in the target letter of every senior manager is the NPS score. So that, yeah, <laughs> that helps us to, to get this topic high on the agenda. Yeah, but it has also a pitfall because, as you know, uh, uh, the, yeah, the, the possibility is that they see it uh, SEC as a number and then, yeah, a mean, uh, an MPS, uh, becomes uh, a goal uh, in its own. And, and that's not what I recommend, of course. And um, so we really have to be keen on this uh, and mention it uh, every time again. Hey, guys, this is uh, the result of all the things we do underneath it and it's not a goal uh, as such no no well, but on the other hand it, it helps you yeah, bring it alive and uh so how how often are you for example in the board to to discuss or every quarter we bring an update uh on several um uh, uh, measures uh, we do so uh, yeah. that, that's one thing and we also share uh, all kind of improvements that we are actually have uh yeah, achieved uh, in in making better customer experience. Can you share one that you shared the last time that you were on the board, something that you're proud of that you realized? Yeah, yeah sure. Well, well um, in our claims, uh, one of the things we hear a lot from customers is that they don't have a clue uh, where they are in the claims process, how the claims yeah. process looks like, it's a black box. And so what we have developed recently is uh, a track and trace. So the same okay. if you receive a postal package, uh, where is your package? We do the same with uh, with a claim. And um, yeah, that was brought uh, live in an MVP and now we are further developing it. And it was presented to the board. Uh, are we starting what was the pain point from the customer perspective? What is our answer and how does it look like? Eh? Also demo it to the board, what we, uh, what we have developed. Cool, cool. And, and, and of course, I think it's important that you collect all uh, all insights and report on it, and and um, uh, how how but then act on it, right? So uh, uh, of course, that is uh, uh, more getting in action. How do you arrange closing the loop? Well, um, what we do um, with our VOC, of course, of the customer program, we we measure uh, five star rating. Uh, so after important journeys like a claim, like buying a new policy, like an amendment, we measure um, uh, how customers uh, experience that. And we use that feedback, and especially the open feedback, of course, is, is very uh, valuable for us. We see what are the major pain points there. And so we do two things. They're closing the, 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 the loop by calling back customers who gave us one, mm -hmm. two, three stars. So we are not happy. So the inner, let's we call the inner loop, yeah, yeah. the yeah, firefighting, exactly. yeah. Yeah, so uh, th that's what we do. And then the outer loop, and so the more structural things we see, 
um, uh, yeah, that, that's uh, then we work closely together with the business. It can be a claims team, it can be a, a policy team, and an underwriting team uh, to see what are the major uh, issues that we see structurally from our customers and how can we work on this. And you already mentioned it. Uh, we have created what we called continuous improvement cycles. So that's uh, together with the business, making sure that we focus on the right topics, because we all know we have so many things that we want to improve, but we all also have limited resources, limited time and money. Um, so there we help the business to focus on what are the topics that we have to uh, improve, yeah. which have the highest impact on, yeah, on, on the satisfaction of uh, our customers. Yeah, because I know that many people are struggling here is that they know where to improve, but then some elements have been on backlogs forever and ever and uh, other, especially within yeah. insurance and banking, uh, then legal stuff or administrative administrative elements or uh, then go first. Uh, uh, and uh, I, I know that sometimes is, is, yeah, is a pain point. I don't know. You recognize that also or? Sure. Yeah. No, it's a normal company like that now we, yeah. we also face this and uh, yeah that, that's why it's also important that when, when we start uh, for instance uh, a customer journey design redesign or um, um, continuous improvement cycle upfront we ask uh, the commitment from the team and also uh, say well uh, we need also time from your people to work on it we can, of course, help and give our support, but we need your expertise. You have all the knowledge in a daily base uh, for your specific journey. Um, and if they don't want to spend time on it, we don't start doing it. It yep. doesn't make sense. So upfront, we ask their commitment uh, to spend money and, and especially time from their people. Yeah. Interviewing leaders in the field of customer experience management. It's who she is. Leadership Talks. Now, back to your host, Ninka Bloom. And moving up to, to uh, pillar number three, it's about metrics, measurement, and ROI. We already talked some about your metrics, uh, your five-star rating and the top-down NPS and maybe the number of complaints. Um, but a lot of uh, uh, CX leaders would love to demonstrate the ROI of CX. So I think, yeah, I know that you have worked on it. So I think for uh, our listeners, it would be great. Uh, how do you demonstrate the ROI of CX? Well, recently we've done a very interesting project together with Bain. The bait yeah. is next to an uh, They say, well, they are the, the ones who invented uh, the, the MPS. So they helped us. Uh, they already did it for some other uh, countries uh, uh, with Allianz. And uh, we did it also in Belgium. So what we did there is proving the value. What is, uh, the, what is the value from uh, an uplift of MPS uh, of one point, for instance? What is uh, the value of a detractor versus the value of a promoter? And mm. by making that very concrete uh, and, and showing, okay, what is then the difference? We can show if we invest in CX and we create uh, X more uh, uh, promoters, then it will bring this value. Because we all know that from theory, 
ja, happy customers, hè? promoters, they, they buy more, stay longer, uh, recommend Allianz. But now we can make it tangible. Okay, uh, a customer who have a car insurance, uh, who is a detractor, uh, has the value X and a promoter. And we, we have seen it was twice as high. Uh, as, uh, uh, yeah, so that makes a difference. And, and do, you, do, do you measure that in, in like customer lifetime value or... Uh, Or ja. in, in, ja, oké, okay, Sylvie, ja. Ja, dat is exactly the way ja. we did it. Oh, wow. Um, I know not everybody gets Bane around the corner every day. How, how did you get them? Uh, yeah, what I said, uh, some other uh, Allianz countries uh, made use of them, but a nice uh, results in the end. So that make it easier um, to, to get the budget available also internally. Every yeah. game had a very good plan to our board. And um, after discussions, yeah, they approved for it. And I think showing the ROI of CX is one of the yeah, important things, especially for the senior management. Um, and that's why we really uh, pushed for this topic. Uh, and, and yeah, now it's possible to show it. I think it's a very important tip for the people that are listening. Sometimes make sure that you get some budget to and have professionals like Bain, like Forrester, because in my time I uh, had a workshop with Forrester on this um, and it mm -hmm. really made a difference because the buy-in of the top is bigger if you have these names. So uh, um, I know that some people say, well, we could do it ourselves, but having these professionals in can really help you build and uh, and gain your uh, uh, authority. So, um, because I think it did help you, right? Sure, and I can fully confirm what you're saying. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Well, we're moving on, we're moving on because time is always short and we want to use your time uh, and that of the listeners, the best one. It's it's interesting, we're going to pillar number five is organization and culture. Uh, um, how is your team organized within Allianz? For example, how many team members do you have? Uh, I have six uh, colleagues in my team. And three of them are focused more on the insights part. So running the DMPS, uh, the voice of the customer, qualitative research, customer analytics uh, uh, side. And I have three uh, colleagues who are about CX activation. So using the yeah. insights and helping the business improving CX. Okay. And, 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 and where... Um Because sometimes customer experience management more like a staff team under a CEO. Sometimes it's marketing. Sometimes more in operational. Where, where how, how is your, the placement of your team? We are part of the marketing uh, department. Okay, and and what are the benefits, for example, of being organized within marketing? Um, well. As we are, as our head of marketing is directly reporting to our CEO, it's a short line, so that's helping yeah. uh, because we have a close connection with the other teams within marketing. And we know uh, where the business is uh, working at, and, um, and and I think that's uh, helpful for us um, positioned uh, within this team. But what what is a, a downside of being positioned at marketing? Cool. Um, I don't have a proper answer for that. Uh, I think uh, we are working 
closely with uh, the, the operational teams within uh, Allianz. Um, so sometimes there can be a big gap between uh, yeah. marketing and operational teams. And so I don't see it today as a disadvantage, but in theory, that could be. Okay. All right. Well, I, I think, um, and of course, you already being long within Allianz, it also helps because you have the connections, I think. Uh, moving sure. up to the customer experience and the agenda of the Allianz leader team. Um, I know that a new CEO that cares about customers and customer focus, it helps. Um, why do you think it is important to engage leaders in customer experience? Yeah, we know it, it all starts at the top. You want to run the CX program and, and it's a combination of top down. And there you, yeah. before you meet the, the leadership team. And it's also bottom up right, to, to, to show, uh, create, uh, to do pilots and show uh, successes for that uh, and, and really act with the willingness. Um, but it's a combination of top down and bottom up. So, yeah, really get them on your side and showing also what CX can bring. And there, I think uh, it starts with understanding uh their business language what are their main goals what are their worries they are talking about that's the starting point the overall strategy of alliance and then have a deep dive okay if this is a strategy what we can do from a cx perspective to help reaching your goals and it can be different eh? if, if the, there's a strong uh focus on growth then you have different uh things to act upon if there is a strong focus on cost efficiency and FTE reduction, for instance, and then your CX focus can also be different. And that, that will be then on preventing uh, incoming uh, emails and inbound calls, for instance. So you can have a different uh, focus. Yeah. yeah, because I think it's, it is uh, important. You already talked, for example, about the blue principles, the trainings, and it's all bottom up. And we're now we're talking top down. What? Did you do, what steps did you take to engage leadership? Could you give some examples? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, it, it starts uh, with, with that they have uh, MPS also in the target letter. So that's that's helpful. But what we did, and well, you, you remember the, the exercise we did two years ago, and we, uh, we had a nice program of three months uh, for the top 50 uh, colleagues within Allianz uh, Benelux. Um, with a customer awareness campaign. So what we did, we started the three months with a kickoff workshop, we ended with a closing workshop, and in between, we gave the senior management at the 50 people all kinds of assignments. And one of them was step in the customer shoes. So we asked them, visit our website, uh, uh, try to submit a complaint, try to submit a claim, find the right information, was it easy to find? So really step in the shoes of a customer and experience what the customer is experiencing. Also, for instance, by calling a team, are they, yeah, there was a long waiting time. Uh, uh, did they help you friendly? And also outside the working hours, what is then the thing that you hear uh, on the voicemail, for instance? Because that is also what customers experience. So that was one of the assignments, step in the customer's shoes. Another very nice assignment was that they had to call back three customers, so not that much, but three customers who were not happy. So who had submitted complaints with us or gave us a bad review uh, in the in the five-star rating, for instance, and they had to call back 
and that was also very learningful for most of them because yeah can you can you because you heard them right what what did they say for example what did they discover um yeah they discover uh, very the very practical things that customers are facing um and uh, why they are not happy and they open their eyes yeah to give some examples uh, how they were treated uh, when they had a, a claim for instance or there was a discussion about the number of claim free years when they bought a new car policy and yeah. it opened the eyes of our senior management what customers are facing uh, when they want to uh, yeah have to deal with uh, allianz and on paper we do a lot of things very great but especially when things go wrong uh, and the computer says no, then it's not that easy always for a customer to um, yeah, to uh, to improve that. Yeah, and I think also what I really liked about the campaign. Uh, yeah, I had the honor to to help you in designing and being your your guest speaker. Um, what I and I found it very insightful in the way that you designed it to to get them intrinsically motivated. Um, and they and it's also it was really well organized because they all got these assignments and you took it. What I like about it is that you took it very serious and it was a campaign and it was well built up. So I re really want to compliment with you that because it, it was not just a one off. Let's go listen into the contact center. It was really well crafted and given importance. Uh, yeah. I think that is that is a really a tip for the people that are listening, not just yeah throw one stone in in the pond, but to really think of something that is of significance. I only can confirm that. And, and we still are. <laughs> the funny thing is a few weeks ago, I was uh, invited in an offsite of our senior management and I talked about customer centric leadership. And let's be honest, uh, uh, some of them said, yeah, but we have uh, done this, we have heard this before. But yeah, it's, it's all about repetition, repetition, repetition. And what you give attention, that grows. So yeah. that's what I also explained to them. It's not uh, if you yeah, have talked about this topic, uh, it's about, okay, but what, what did you do the last half year? Uh, in uh, Did you have your own customer contact? Did you stimulate uh, sharing customer stories within your team? And the answer was in many cases, no. So that's why it's so important to, to keep it alive. Yeah, I really like that. And I think it's um, incredible how you uh, uh, organized this uh, uh, and, and, and how you keep being on that agenda. I think that is the key and uh, uh, you're doing really, really well on that. So, um, but let's let's continue with, with the conversation because uh, uh, I think it's so interesting how you build it up and how you build it up over the years. I think also that uh, the way that you invest with your team in education, in growing together, in now being visible because you have things to share. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I think that is uh, is amazing. And we're going to finish it off. And I have two short questions that I ask every leader. So I'm going to build up uh, a whole uh, uh, library of answers. And, and the first thing, what is a habit that you developed and practiced that really delivered CX results? Yeah, the example that I want to share is probably not a habit, but uh, it, it's what we called a sprint in one day. So yeah. many organizations, and I see that in our organization too, uh, see a lot of things that are yeah, probably easily to, to tackle, 
but there is no time, no priority to, to tackle them. And uh, with the sprint in one day, you start with a multidisciplinary team and a very clear um, uh, pain point, and at the end of the day, you have solved this. And let me make, give you an example. Uh, we did it, for instance, with three claim letters. We received a lot of um, yeah, questions about those letters that we sent out a few thousand times a year. And uh, the discussion was, how can we rewrite the letters in order to, yeah, that they, that's not necessary for a customer to call us or uh, to send an email. And yeah. we did with the sprint in one day, we rewrote the letters with some claims handlers in the team, uh, a customer contact uh, center colleague, uh, a copywriter, a marketing colleague, and they rewrote the three letters. During lunch, we tested them, at the one hand at the consumer panel, so was it still easy to understand or not? Are there still things we have to uh, improve further? And we tested it with the two team leads. So is the content still uh, yeah, right? Um, mm -hmm. And then, yeah, with that uh, feedback uh, in, the, in the afternoon, we wrote, we wrote the, the, the rest and then in the end, uh, yeah, it's fixed. And you can implement them right away. And that was really an eye-opener, uh, very simple concept. Uh, and we use it also for other topics to improve. Wow, I, I like it. I like, um, and a habit can be something that you do and it's and something that you repeat, of course. And then yeah. what is a book or a podcast or a video that you recommend the listener to spend time on to spice up their CX leadership? Because I think that is something that we want in the end. Yeah. Um, I want to mention two things. First, uh, a podcast. Well, I listen many, many podcasts and uh, I've uh, listened to your podcast in the past and uh, that, that was really helpful and, and inspiring. But I also want to mention uh, the podcast of Colin Shaw, The Intuitive Customer. And yeah. I think most of your listeners uh, know Colin Shaw and together yeah. with a, a profession uh, professor, uh, yeah, they, they shared a lot of inspiring topics, both from a pragmatic uh, and also theoretical uh, standpoint. And uh, so that, that's one thing I can advise. And the other one, it's a book, and that's called The Advice Trap. So it's, it's, yeah, how to say, it's a practical guide how to tame your advice monster. And so... Ooh. Many people want to give uh, advice, uh, asked or unasked, and, and the book gives you yeah, uh, the, the, the tip of staying curious a little bit longer and ask the right questions. And for me, Ooh, it was really yeah, I'm, I just Googled it. The advice trap. Be humble, stay curious, and change the way you lead forever. Yeah. Wow. It's not only interesting for... Uh, CX leaders and for all leaders, it's inspiring, but it's a very easy to read book. And um, yeah, I still remember and, and try to practice some of the tips uh, they shared. And uh, I really Thank can you. recommend Thank you. So, and then, well, we didn't practice one, but I'm, I'm talking a lot about spicing up your leadership. What do you do to spice up your leadership, Edwin? Yeah, it was also a lesson from your side uh, when we had contact uh, some time ago and, and it was really step out of your comfort zone. And so, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was about 
courage uh, to to create the yeah the thing we did two years ago eh, to create such yeah. a, uh, an assignment for the whole uh, top uh, of Allianz Benelux and and still uh, it, it's about uh, yeah a lot of things we do also in CX culture eh, like a CX yeah. game a CX newsletter but also we we now are planning to do a really nice thing about. Uh, Card uh, board personas and and leave them all in the in the company uh, in every floor to make the customer more visible. Oh, well, wow. we don't ask uh, upfront uh, approval because then you have all kind of opinions. Just do it sometimes, and then afterwards, well, uh, you have to explain a bit more and sometimes say sorry. But if you always ask upfront all the approval and yeah, take all the risk into account. Uh, you won't go nowhere. And uh, I think so- you are an example. I'm going to be honest. Uh, you have you have really yeah. In the Netherlands, we say you 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 put on the glove, but it sounds weird. Yeah, you have the hands good aangetrok. It's you have you have you really spiced up your leadership. Uh, when you emailed me, I was like, wow. I know for sure that two and a half years ago you would not have done that. So I think yeah. uh, uh, it is an example of going out there. Uh, yeah, be the change you want to see in this world, but just get active. So I want to also thank you for sharing your insights in the interview, um, for being bold to, well, come to my to me and to say, I want to be your guest. I think it's very valuable for our listeners. So thank you very much, Edwin. Happy to do so. It was a pleasure from my side. So thanks for your invite. Well, then uh, for all the listeners, Thank you so much for listening and know that um, Edwin's LinkedIn profile is in the show notes. Uh, so please reach out to him. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm going to also create a little bit of an excerpt and we're going to have some FAQ in the in the show notes for everybody. So and uh, we're going to see you in, and hear you all for the listeners in a week or two. And for now, have a fabulous day. You've been listening to CX Leadership Talks. Ninka is a customer experience speaker and educator. She has written books and spoken and educated leaders all around the world. She's one of the global thought leaders in the field. We hope you've enjoyed this show. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, you can also find us on YouTube and LinkedIn and ninkabloom.com. Thanks again for joining us today. And we'll see you next time on CX Leadership Talks.